Welcome to the Course Wizards Podcast with Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get ready to discover the latest tools and tips on how to create, teach, and market your online training course. Now here's your hosts, Amit and Chris. Hello, Course Wizards. Welcome back to yet another episode. This is your host, Amit, and I am joined today with the one and only Christopher Maselli. How are you doing, Chris? Hey, Amit, I'm doing great. I'm excited to have another Course Wizards episode. We always love doing these because we know that they are helping people become Course Wizards themselves. Absolutely. And uh, I know, so we are recording this on a day, which is Taco Tuesday. And it is is May 5th, so it's Cinco de Mayo, Uh and we are in the middle of a pandemic that starts with the same name as a Mexican beer. What are the odds? (laughs) That's a lot of things coming together on the same day there, Amit. (laughs) I call it the Taco Pandemic Day. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Not that I make fun of the pandemic, but there is so much... Sad news out there. I just we like to start our episodes with something light and fluffy and tacoy. That's right. That's right. Yeah. We we want. You know what I'd like on this pandemic? A money back guarantee. <laughs> hey, that's our topic for today. <laughs> it is. <laughs> what a coincidence. I see how you did that segue over yeah. there. So, Chris, what are we talking about today? All right. So, um, most courses that uh, sell well have what they call a money back guarantee. In other words, people realize as they're going through the sales page, you know, ah, gee, I may not want to buy this because what if it doesn't work for me? So, what you want to do is you want to be able to offer. A, a money back guarantee, so it, it eases uh, the viewers on the page into seeing that okay, this is worth doing because if it doesn't work for me, if I don't like it, I can get my money back. Um, but for a course creator, that can be a little bit scary because you might think, well, gee, if I offer a money back guarantee, couldn't people just sign up for the course, take the course? And then ask for their money back, and I end up losing money because I'm not getting paid, right? Because I have to give the money back. So we're going to talk today about how to offer a money back guarantee without losing money. So with that, let's get started. Now, I know this is scary, right? Like you said, it's a little scary for people to be like, oh, someone's going to consume my entire content and just ask for money back, which happens all the time. Yeah, it does happen. Yeah. But we are going to tell our course creators how to put some stop gaps, how to put some roadblocks where you still want to be fair to your students. And we, I mean, at least in US, right? I don't know mm-hmm. the rest of the world. I know this definitely doesn't happen in India, but in US, people are used to going to stores and returning products like yes. Walmart, Target, they all accept returns. So why should it be any different in the digital age? So I get the concept, but at first I was scared to Chris to do this and what I realized is I was selling a 397 product and hardly anyone asked for it yeah you mean you mean for the money back guarantee yeah 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 people don't generally take advantage of that but which which may surprise you because you may think gee I know there's people out there who would be you know uh, trying to scan the system and then there are people that do that but overall uh, and I wish we had an actual statistic I don't know if anyone has actually ever um, you know, figured out what that number is, but it has to be a very low amount of people who actually take advantage of a money back guarantee. It's that, but this is why you know all the stores offer warranties on so many products, and that is because they know that most people just never take advantage of them. And what I have done in the past uh, is 
put a time gap around it, right? You're not going to have a one-year refund policy because <laughs> that's also going to prevent your students from consuming the content because they're going to be like, oh, I have a year to get to it and they'll never get to it. Your end goal as a teacher is for your students to go through and learn and implement what you're teaching them. Uh, yes, money is the good byproduct for it that you're charging, but you also want to see results in your students. So I usually like to put a 30, sometimes 60 days if it's like a lot of money or it's a huge course that, you know, they, there's no way they can get through it in 30 days because everyone yes. has, a, you know, like we have a full time jobs, we have lives to live and we are usually consuming this content an hour here and hour there. So then I'd put a 60 day money back guarantee. But yeah, put a time limit. That's one thing I would suggest our listeners is put a time limit around your policy. Yeah, and and it really, uh, thirty days is pretty common, um, uh, and it, because it's it's very defined, and people will have been going through the course course in thirty days. You make it sixty or ninety days, people might forget about the course, and then suddenly think, oh, hey, I'm going to take advantage of that money back guarantee. Where thirty days actually makes you make sure that the people that you're um, uh, that are signing up for the course are really going through it and taking advantage of it. And one thing that you can do to ensure that people stay with your course is offer some kind of bonus item that only shows up after the money back guarantees ends, okay? So if you see your course, you still want to give them the whole course. But for instance, let's say you have also worked with some partners to where you're going to give your uh, the people in your course a hefty, hefty discount on a product related to your course. That should not be made available until day 31 of a 30-day guarantee. That way, only people who stick with the course can actually get advantage of that. So it, it lets people still have the guarantee they want, but it keeps you from being scammed on your side. Aha, uh-huh. I like that. Yeah. So it's kind of like what Apple does, right? You get the Apple iPhone, you buy the extended warranty of two years, and on two-year day one, your phone starts to slow down. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if that's true. Of <laughs> so, you know, they, there was a lawsuit against them for purposely slowing the older iPhones down, and they had to shell out a lot of money. To yeah, that's right. That did happen, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that's scary to think about that. But yeah, the, the, the idea, though, all joking aside, is to have something that becomes available after the money-back guarantees end so that, so that people won't take advantage of a money-back guarantee if they actually like the course, which hopefully, if you have a good content course, there's no reason they'll actually want a money-back guarantee. Like, like you said, it's just there to help them to, to remove barriers to their purchasing. Yep. Now, one of the other things that I had done in my previous course is uh, I had put some clauses in there. Uh, One of them and your learning management system should be able to handle this is uh, proof that they have consumed all of the content. Because if they come in here and say, oh, I, you know, your course is useless. I looked at it and doesn't teach teach me anything. I'm like, okay, let me pull up your progress report and see what exactly you did. And Mm -hmm. if it shows me that they've only seen module one and module two through 10, they haven't even touched, then I'm going to go back to them and say, hey, my system is showing me you really haven't done anything. So I'm going to give you 30 days more, but I'm not giving you your money back. If you still, after 30 days, you've consumed everything and you still want your money back, let's talk then. But please, I'm seeing here that you haven't really consumed anything. So that's one thing we had done. That that's a that's a clever idea, and that keeps 
um, uh, that that helps you know whether they actually, you know, took the course or not. But what you've got to make sure is that you let them know when they're taking advantage or before they take advantage of the guarantee that the guarantee is based upon that. So yes, we'll offer you a free money back guarantee if this course doesn't work for you. If you take up mm -hmm. to 10 hours of the course and it doesn't work for you, then we'll offer a money back guarantee. So you could put some kind of contingency like that on, on it too. And I think there has to be some sort of onus on us creators too that we cannot promise the moon to our students, yes. right? We cannot say that after you take my $300 course, you're going to be making $1 million a year. Like that's not going to happen. So be realistic with what their end goal is going to be yes. and be clear about it that, hey, after my course, you will get from point A to point B and here's exactly what I'm going to teach you how to get there. Yeah, but if you're very ambiguous with what your course is going to teach them, then you, your refund rate is going to be really high. That's exactly right. Exactly right. Good point. Now, if you have a very technical course, what you can also do is provide a test as a guarantee uh, refund option. What I mean by that is someone is requesting a refund, make it easy for them to request it online so they don't have to email you or get in touch with you. But put that in behind a test or a quiz that they have to pass in order to get the refund because them passing the quiz tells them and tells you that they actually did consume the content. This might work only for technical stuff. Like let's say you have a course about Facebook ads and you're talking about, you know, audiences, targeting, Facebook pixels, uh, checkout carts and whatnot, then have that as a test. So you know that they have actually gone through this stuff. Yeah, that, that's an interesting thought too. And you don't want to make something like that super hard or anything. The whole idea is just to just to clarify that yes, you've actually taken the course. Yep. And one thing, so I'm going through my refund policy on my website, and I will be remiss if I don't admit that I shamelessly stole this from Amy Porterfield's refund policy and just uh -huh. uh, kind of tweaked it to match my. Uh, course. So I will put a link in the show notes so our listeners can also shamelessly steal from us. Uh, <laughs> we've talked about this before. You know, there's no new inventions left. You just steal from each other, but do it in a flattering way. <laughs> like if you go to my website, you shouldn't be able to search all the policy and find Amy's wordings in there, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I'll put that in there, but I was going through it. One thing to keep in mind is what if you have a payment plan, right? Let's say you have a six payment plan of six months, but your refund policy ends in 30 days. Yes. So you have to be mindful that you let your uh, students know that, hey, if that happens, then we're going to have some special circumstances or whatever. That's right. And, and, and you could you could also make it to where, um, you know, the second payment posts only after on day 31. So that way you would only be stuck with having to refund that first payment that they made when they first bought the course. Yep. And we, Chris, you and I have talked about all of this can be handled seamlessly within New Zendler or whichever new, um, I'm saying new, whichever learning management system our listeners are using. It should hopefully seamlessly all work together so you don't have to have like 10 different technology stacks to take care of one refund. Yeah, that's right. And be sure to look for things like this. You know, as we talk about money back guarantees and, and you're, you're searching for a teaching platform that you want to use, whether it's New Zendler or Teachable or 
uh, Thinkific or something else, check and see if they have what we're talking about. So if we're talking about money back guarantees and being able to refund money like we're talking, can the platform do that easily for you? And if not, move on to another one because there are enough good platforms out there that can do the things we talk about that you should get one that really makes your life easier and not more difficult, right? And uh, that's why we like New Zendler so much is because it uh, just really does everything that we talk about and even more. And so that's why we like it. And I know, Chris, you have been kind of in the weeds with your own business, and I haven't seen you be that active in the New Zealand group. Mm-hmm. So for you and all the rest of our listeners, their latest feature is by far puts the competition to shame is they have directly integrated with Zoom. And if you're on the pro plan, like Chris, you and I are, you get 300 attendees. So you can run Zoom webinars from within New Zealand. And you don't have to pay Zoom anything. It's all directly integrated. And it works just like any other Zoom meeting. I, I, I saw that. And that is really a crazy uh, good deal to have that as part yeah. of your um, course platform. So you don't have to have a Zoom account in order to run that through New Zendler? Nope. You just have to have a New Zendler Pro subscription. That, that, that is amazing. That really makes it um, <laughs> about half the price of what you'd think it would because normally you'd be paying for both Zoom and New Zendler or both Zoom and Teachable or whatever. And in this case, they're integrated together, uh, which makes it just an even better deal. I, I am so pleased with this platform. Yeah, and I mean, it, they, they're introducing, right now it's only live classes, which means someone has to be a registered user with a username and password on your site. Uh-huh. But they're rolling it out as a webinar, and you can also go to Facebook Live using your Zoom integration. It's just mind-blowing. That's amazing. Very good stuff. That, that's why we like developers who are on top of it. Exactly. And with that, Chris, we come to our favorite section. What are you digging? Hey, what am I digging this week? This week I am digging the Kindle Oasis. Now, if you have a, uh, if you like reading ebooks, which I do, I almost every book I read now is an ebook anymore. Uh, I have for years used the Kindle Paperwhite, and it was always a good product. I, I liked how it had the LED shining down on the screen and not in your eyes, and it made it great so you could read the book, for instance, in bed without uh, disturbing your partner and and take it anywhere you wanted. It didn't matter about the lighting and all that. But then I got a Kindle Oasis. This is the next tier up. Now, this is kind of an expensive item. It's $250 on Amazon right now. But what's great about it is that it is like the luxury version of a Kindle Paperwhite. And not only is the entire thing just one piece, in other words, you don't feel the screen separately from the case. It's, it's almost like using an iPad or something uh, when you hold it. It's completely waterproof. It has 300 PPI uh, uh, display. It's a full seven inch screen, which is really big and it doesn't hurt your eyes at all. And it can even play audible books, which is really cool. Uh, so that's, that's the thing I'm digging this week. I love my Kindle Oasis. I don't know how I would ever go back to any other e-reader or (laughs) paperback (laughs) books at all because I use my Oasis all the time. Absolutely love it. Love it, Chris. Love it. I'll check it out. And, uh, with that, Thank you all of you for listening, for tuning in. I hope you're staying safe. You have plenty of masks and hand sanitizers and meat before meat goes, <laughs> off. <laughs> meat goes out of stock everywhere. And uh, again, thank you so much, Chris, for joining me today. And we'll see you all on the flip side. Keep creating. Bye. Bye.
Thank you for listening to the Course Wizards podcast with Ahmed Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get a free PDF of their favorite online training resources, as well as notes from this podcast at coursewizards.com.